Hi, everybody. Leanna and Mason here. Hi, Mason. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Different Perspectives with Leanne and Mason Halitza. Here we discuss our differing viewpoints through the lens of energy work. Today, we will be discussing our favorite energy healing techniques and what it was like getting treatments from healers as a kid when Mason was able to have access to healers that most kids didn't go to. Myself, Leanne has a background working in business before I found my true path and transitioned into energy work. And I'm currently the owner of the healing studio in Broomfield, Colorado, where I work as a healer and a teacher. You can find more about me at insightfulinspirations.com. Mason, my son, has had the unique opportunity to be raised in a subtle energy aware household where more than meets the eye is not only validated, but encouraged to explore. He's currently a student journalist at CSU. You can find his current work on the Rocky Mountain Collegian. What's the latest article you wrote? The latest one, I'm not sure if it's gotten published yet, but I wrote one last week about, um, one of them was about how religion and politics. Oh. And how politics and religion don't mix. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so hi, everybody who's watching or listening to us, whether you're listening live or after the fact, we always welcome your comments or questions or ideas for topics. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, as I said, our favorite energy healing techniques. Um, I don't know if I can pick a favorite except for, you know, like definitely have different uses for different things. But Mason and Jack, my other child, grew up getting a lot of Hello, Melissa. Uh, they end up getting a lot of modalities done to them that maybe wasn't done for typical for children. I personally actually do have um, a pretty good clientele of kids that come to me. And um, I think it's great that their parents are open to being able to bring their kids to me. And sometimes they're bringing them to me because they don't understand what their kid is going through and their kid is experiencing some sort of psychic phenomenon and they're trying to understand it. Um, and sometimes people have come to me and had success with me and then brought their kids in. Um, so I well, do work on kids. I don't think I worked on you guys really. You taught us a lot of techniques. Yeah. Can you give uh, me a, one example? Well, I wanted to first ask how you were introduced to it. Like what was your first experience with like a healer? Was it like, the psychic shop down the street or was it something a little bit more? That's a good question. So, you know, your grandma was, was, would go to psychic mediums and your grandma would go to this one and she, um, you know, I think I was brought to her. I don't remember it. I don't recall it. Um, but I think she was really a healer. I think she just was a seer. Um, but, and then when I was a teenager, um, one of my friend's moms took us to a psychic, um, which was interesting. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I think over time, maybe psychic fairs at first, um, or metaphysical shops, um, and then just kind of, you know, going from there. Um, I definitely, when I was a kid, would go to the library and like check out meditation books and, you know, subtle energy. I, I, you know, I was interested in that stuff when it was, you know, not really mainstream. So but nothing like all of the different stuff I got done. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is expensive. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, this, I mean, I, 
I don't think I was actually, I'm trying to even think of like the first time I got a healing for that was like non-traditional. I mean, you know, my, my mother's fairly Western medicine. <laughs> so, um, but I think, I think, we, I mean, I think we had a nice combination in our family of like Western medicine interventions, psychological therapy interventions and healing. I don't think we just went all off the rails on that. I think that it's just taking this, taking a step back and not being like, this is the only answer. This can be the only answer. It's more like, well, that some of this works and some of that works and you need the best of both. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I do know that we are, very non-physical and a lot of levels. So having non-physical healing is helpful. Um, but I definitely think, you know, I mean, it's a combination, right? If you, if you slice your finger open, go to the emergency room, you probably can't call your Reiki practitioner. Well, you could on the way to the emergency room and say, Hey, send me some healing juju. Cause I just cut my finger open, you know, but so I think it's, I think there's, it doesn't have to be either or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that a lot of the work that I got done at all those metaphysical fairs, because that's really the first way I was really introduced to it was when you were first getting your business going and we were going down to, oh, where is it? There's always that same convention center that we're always going yeah, to. Yeah, the Denver Merchandise Mart. And um, they always have such cool little, um, I don't know how to describe them. It was the Mind, Body, Spirit Expo is what you what we were going to. And we got like aura pictures done and they did a bunch of different tests on us. And then we would just sample all these different healing techniques. And it was so fun. Yeah. And you, you're funny cause you know, you're, you got all kinds of extra attention cause people were like, Oh, his light is so bright. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so you liked going to those things cause people were like, Oh, Mason. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an intense thing. And I think a lot of that was for entertainment purposes, which, you know, I mean, I think I I think that you can have psychic killings for entertainment purposes. And I know a lot of times people put that disclaimer so that they don't get in trouble with, you know, certain things. Colorado has some laws about being able to see alternative healthcare practitioners or practitioners. I don't even call them healthcare practitioners, just practitioners for whatever um, and it's, you know, it's your choice to see those alternative people, which I appreciate that Colorado has that, um, you know, because there are actually some places where what I do is not legal. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of states where it isn't, where, where right. it's not illegal, but you couldn't get a business license. Well, and it's it actually there are some places where it is illegal. Like where? Or you have to say, call yourself an entertainer. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of the place, a lot of the stuff I got done there was like very much entertainment, but we heard some tall tales while, <laughs> while we were at those places. Like some of the, t some of the stories were just way out there. So like, what do you mean? Like there was yeah. one, like there was the guy who, uh, oh, I don't know if I want to say the company names, but, um, yeah, don't say the company name, just say, um, but he was sampling us some kind of like lotion and stuff and he was telling us the story of this guy who he watched get open heart surgery done on him and they were using no tools just their hands 
And he said that the guy was just fine and he was dying before and he was fine after. And that was one of the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's John of God is what he was talking about, which is um, Oprah's cover, John of God. Um, but, you know, I think he's actually gotten into some hot water about some things right now. But, yeah, supposedly, I mean, I've obviously not witnessed it. So, allegedly, he can perform surgery without anesthesia or proper tools and just carve carve tumors out of people and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some pretty crazy, miraculous healing stuff that can happen. And there's some, um, there's two sides to that part where there's like the big, huge crystal places and then there's little tiny one and you can see like the commercial versus the person who's doing it because they really enjoy it. True. Yeah. Like being able to, um, like at, at my studio, like all the stuff that's in there is like me handpicking and saying this has good energy this is which has got me into a bit of trouble i have a little too many things running around the building at this point but um <laughs> my fault <laughs> i know it is some of that <laughs> is your fault from going you invite me to these conferences with you and then i'm like we should get that and that's really cool yeah yeah <laughs> do you remember the do you remember the sedona rocks yes i love those things yeah tell the story nobody else knows it um, uh, if I can remember all the details, but I just remember we went into this little rock shop and the guy was like, these two are really powerful. And we picked them up and we were like, we have to have them. You guys are insistent. I was like, they're like $400. <laughs> and you were like, we have to, they're very powerful. And then you, and then we bought them and we were in Sedona. So we had to get on a plane and you were all worried about where the plane where the rocks were and making sure that they were in a safe place and nearby. I always remember them and I come and find them whenever I'm at your office. Yeah. Lots of people like them and I have never found any like them. I have tried and it's, they're very unique. So, um, yeah, but so, okay. So metaphysical fairs, metaphysical shops. I mean, I worked at a shop, so you were there. Um, and I mean, we've explored, like we've been to Sedona, things like that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean. A lot of the stuff that I've gotten done from people just passing through your office too. Right, right. Um, yes, the healing studio. Yeah, and um, there have been some times where we're just hanging out with some healers that you know, and they're like, here, let me practice on you. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> Well, and and uh, do you have a good story to tell about it, that? Is there any time? I, I think that it was with Gail where I had the most like, wow, this really does something to me. because okay. So Gail Smithson, just for everybody's background, he owns the Smithson Clinic. Um, he This was not a, hey, let me practice on you thing. This was Mason was getting, I was paying for Mason and Jack and myself to be, worked on. So just give you a little background that the, he, he can work remotely. I do believe he's still in practice. He doesn't practice at the healing studio anymore just cause um, it's kind of far down the road, but tell more about your experience with, I think it's called um, neuromodulation technique and NMT. Well, I'm not sure all how he does it, which I don't think I'm supposed to, but um, he does a bunch of stuff on his computer and he will have his hand on your arm and he'll just be tapping very subtly. 
and which is he's, he's muscle testing is what i believe and i don't know what he's doing but every single time within five minutes i am out cold <laughs> well and so then okay so you're out cold then what and yeah, Melissa, I'm always up for that. Ah, go ahead, go ahead, read, t say out loud what just happened. Melissa said, Mason, I want you to try sound and vibration therapy. Yeah, get in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you haven't tried that one yet. I mean, we actually did when you were a kid because of some of your, your modulating issues, you did some sound therapy where you listened to headphones. Do you remember that? And then they stuck little nodes. No, there's no nodes. Yeah, they had like a little sticky putty and they would stick those little things to my head and I would try and fly a ship through. Oh, that was neurofeedback. <laughs> See, yeah. I saw everything you could <laughs> Yeah, and that was different than the sound therapy where you would listen to the music that kind of had weird like tones to it. Um, yeah. So the so neuro yeah, see, we have we've done a lot of things to you, haven't we, Mason? Trying to help you with your ADHD and stuff. <laughs> um, so when I but I would try and physically keep myself awake in those sessions and I couldn't. But okay, so you fell asleep, but what what did you what did you realize as a result after I would wake up and I would feel like I had just taken an eight hour nap. Okay. I would feel like refreshed and I don't know how to describe it. It was just the one where I would feel the most change in my brain afterwards. Okay. Well, you better keep Smithson Clinic in mind then for when next time you need it. I think it really helps your brother with his allergies because, um, you know, your brother was having really bad time with his allergies. And he after he did that, he, he was better. I mean, and we tried other stuff. We tried uh, all kinds of other things, including biofeedback. Um, I don't know if you ever did biofeedback. I don't think you did with the skio machines or anything Wait, or, or homeopathic stuff. But biofeedback. Yeah, I don't know. But you're but but okay, so you felt the most change there. Um you I know you do like coming and seeing like Michelle to have her stretch you out and things like that at the at the That's studio. It's painful, but it's you feel very stretched afterwards. Yeah, I mean it's not I mean it's not exactly energy healing, it's like physical healing, but it's it's good technique to get kind of into the I mean the fascia really does hold a lot of information. So and um, um, yeah, everyone that I've gotten work on from your office has like some of it is very much like you come out and you feel a little bit exhausted because you just did a lot of energy work instead of being worked on. And I would say that that's really helpful, but I think you feel, you don't feel that relief afterwards. But yeah. I think that's the point. Well, yeah, I mean, I would say if you work with me, for the most part, you don't necessarily feel relief. I feel like there's a lot of information that comes out that gets stirred up that then you have to face, you know, that actually is kind of intense. Um, well, with, some, with what you do, it seems a lot more likely. Mm -hmm. Pulling somebody pulling at somebody to get them to open up, right? Yeah, I mean, what I do is is definitely I'm looking in somebody's subconscious energy fields and I'm watching energy move or not move, get stuck. And I kind of speak to that, you know, whatever's going on there. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think of, you know, I mean, you definitely, 
I'm trying to think of what else you kind of, you, you definitely don't totally love yoga. It's cause I think that's not really a physical thing. Cause I love the way it makes me feel afterwards. It always feels very relaxing, but I think it's just getting myself into that space is very difficult. Yeah. I have that problem too. <laughs> getting into the space of doing it. Um, what about meditation? Meditation is a lot easier because you can do it anytime. And I think that's why I, I can just be sitting in my car and I'd be like, okay, I can meditate for a little bit. <laughs> do you meditate or sleep? Meditate. Well, I, <laughs> like, I think that you, you can even meditate when you're doing something that you do every day, like driving. Like I could be on I-25 for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if I want to know this. You're <laughs> meditating on I-25? But um, no, it's like I, I feel safe enough, but like I'll just be driving down I-25 and if I'm in the same lane for a long time, I'll just be in my own space. Well, hopefully you're being mindful. Hopefully you're practicing mindfulness driving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I want to know that you're meditating <laughs> while you're driving down the road. Oh my goodness. I would say like the shower is also another like place where you can meditate very well. <laughs> yeah, says my water bill when you come to visit. <laughs> uh, so um, is there any healing techniques that you didn't like or that you felt wasn't good to be exposed to as a kid? No, I don't think so. One of the ones that I really didn't connect with that much was tarot readings. Oh, really? Yeah, I always thought that they weren't like... Um, maybe the people I went to, because I went to a lot of card readers at fairs that seemed to be trying to get a reaction or they were trying to come up with some answer that they thought I was looking for. Hmm. Interesting. So they were maybe trying too hard. Yeah. I think they were reaching a little bit too. Well, I mean, those, those fairs don't have to be, um, I mean, you don't have to try out. You just pay for a booth, right? So you don't necessarily, nobody's guaranteeing your skills. Yeah. You know, so, and, you know, and I do think there's a wide range of people out there with whatever skills, even even the stuff that's like, you know, Reiki and things like that. And everybody's different too. Every energy healer is different. Um, like right now I've got, I, we've got a clinic going on where a couple of my um, graduates are, offering sessions for at a discounted rate than what if you could get, if you came to me, but they're trained un under me, but they're going to be very different than me, even though they're trained under me, even, and they use similar techniques to me, they're still going to be different. I mean, I guess I don't have any kind of baseline because I've never gotten a reading from you, but I know, I know. Well, your friend did. What, what did, what did she say? Very good words. Lots of very nice words about it. And that um, it was better than a therapy session. So. Uh, I do hear that sometimes. I mean, I'm not discounting therapy because I totally love therapy and I think you can get benefits from therapy. Um, but there is a benefit sometimes to just having somebody be able to go in and go, boop, 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 boop. oh, I see this, I see that, I see, you know, yeah. and clear it out super fast. I guess that I'm just not a big fan of future telling stuff. Yeah, I, I try to stay away from that as well because I feel like you can declare something to be true yeah. and actually make it true. That's you know, you lay out a deck of cards and one of them says something that you're worried about or you're fearing, then and it says that this is going to happen, 
then I think you make that come true. Yeah, I think that there's a big risk to predictive stuff. I mean, like uh, astrology can give you some insight, but you're still interpreting and until you get there. Now, I do that weekly oracle card reading that's for the week. For, and it's not necessarily predictive. It's, it's like, more like this is the energy of the week and this is what to look out for. It doesn't necessarily say this is what's going to happen. Yeah. In fact, I'm always kind of curious after I do it. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So, so you didn't, you've never like experienced, I mean, like you've had acupuncture and the five element acupuncture. Oh, I, okay. But um, I don't know if this is just a different thing or maybe it's the energy work, but hot, the hot and cold stone stuff that I did. Ooh. I really like that. You, did you get hot and cold stones from Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. That's her mountain river therapy she does that's really yeah um yeah and that's good for the nervous system and kind of calming things down um especially if you're you know tending to run run high i should have that done <laughs> i should i need to go do that um <laughs> Um, I'm actually, I'm going to go to a spa day next Friday or this Friday coming up. So it's, it's going to be a fancy spa. It's not, it's not just like a healing spa. I mean, I, the healing studio is not fancy. It's, it's soothing. It's, it's more healing work. It's more specific. It's yeah. Like you're coming here to get this type of. Yeah. And you're not necessarily like coming to take your clothes off and walk around in a robe while you drink fruit water, you know, not coming to, but some do. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that so, so, you know, I don't know that your father has been as into any of this stuff as me. So I, I'm kind of curious, you know, did you ever feel like, um, your, your, uh, dad was, against what we were doing or he just didn't care or it seemed like he would be um he just wasn't as adamant an advocate for it as i think he didn't really know as much about it but i think it was more that he didn't really know than he didn't want us to mm. it never felt like there was opposition to it yeah no i mean and i do think he uses the manifestation i was trying to move certain ways it manifestation stuff in order <laughs> to make things happen in his life, you know? Um, so it's, I think that there can be um, some definite, I think he's listened to, and, you know, I think sometimes he, you know, he definitely uses my techniques to manifest things and in successful ways. Um, although he does sometimes I feel like still kind of a, you know, no, that's not going to work. Kind of sometimes I feel like he's a little heavier about things. I think when, as um, Brian would say, like this part of your brain kicks in, then it takes away. Because I think you really need that emotional part of the energy work to work. Because if you're looking at it from a logical perspective, we can't tell that that stuff exists. We can't tell that it's doing anything because our senses are, most people's senses are limited. Well, okay, that's an interesting like statement. So you can't tell that it's working. How, then how do you know it is? I mean, I think you can tell that it's working. I Maybe it's not the same, though, as like eating a hamburger and you can taste it and touch it and see it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think that energy work is a different realm 
of exist. So we have five senses, right? I think that all of that stuff is not not one of our senses. I think, I think well, it is one of mine. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think but it's one of yours. We are we have this small attunement to it, but I think that it is just like this whole realm of existence that we can't see. So if you had to use your own money and your own mind to pick a healing modality that you have tried that you like, which one would you pick? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think it's one of act of help versus one of comfort. Cause I think that if you're getting physical stuff done, that's one of comfort. And if you're getting a more mental stuff done, then that's one of, um, you want to change what you think. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just really hard to pick because I, I think I really liked the neuro whatever modulation technique. Uh, I think I really noticed a bit, like huge differences in the way I, I don't think there's the problem. I don't think there's that many people doing it, which is, you know, I mean, it's almost means maybe you should go get trained in it so that you can do it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't think very many people are doing it. So it might, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't, I've never run across anybody but him. Um, and it's a whole program and it's a whole system. It's a computer thing. So it's not like, it's not like it's brand new or his made up thing. He's trained in it. And it's, it is like doing something to the system. So the way that he would describe it to me is it's retooling your body to fix itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's giving your mind the tools to do that and telling it and identifying the problems to your body. Yeah. Yeah. And going in your brain and being like, this is the problem right here. This is the problem right here. You got to work on that. And it really worked. <laughs> So um, I feel like, so, you know, projecting way, way, way into the future, if you had your own children, what would you, how would you want to introduce them to this stuff or not introduce them or would it be? The way you introduced us was great. Yeah. Starting with, because I think that you kind of set yourself up with the tools for it by having the kids class. And it was the grounding and the protection as the first two things to focus on. That's all I need to focus on for energy work. And it worked for me. And I think that, that was the best way to introduce it. Okay. So you liked the messages I taught in kids class. Yeah. And I think that that was like evident proof to me. Well, cause I did some physical things to the kiddos to show them what their energy was doing. Couldn't push us over or if we couldn't keep our arm up. Right. That would, that was very helpful to like actually have this physical thing. Like, yeah, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm being asked to do kids class again and I haven't yet figured out how I'm going to do that. Oh, <laughs> there's so many things, so many things. Um, so well, you know, and, and I, I wonder, you know, I wonder if growing up knowing some of this, I, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like, I mean, we told some funny stories about, you know, things that have done, happened with your psychic skills, but I'm wondering if we could in a, you know, coming up, upcoming episode, talk more about, you know, what you were allowed to see or talk about when you weren't with me. 
like just like surrounding energy work like with family maybe not and not just family but like also i mean like friends at school and things like that i mean i think it's a little different now i think you're although i mean we did talk a little bit about this last time when we were talking about kind of relationships and kind of coming out in the energy world that this is not i mean it's not not just accepted yeah but I, I the way that it the best way to get it is with confidence is what i found is if you're like yes of course this is a thing have why how have you not heard of this thing <laughs> more like oh okay not and not like oh you're doing this yeah i mean i definitely think the way any of us present anything if we do it with confidence it gets more accepted but um yeah i mean i guess uh because because i do think that it's hard still for people to understand what energy healing is and how to actually go get it and what to look for um you know your your brother had this healing called i think it's just called pranic healing once where he was little and he was little and and just it, it was this technique where she was waving her hands at his aura and putting it into water like and you know the whole time your your brother's just kind of looking at me like <laughs> is this what's happening but we were exchanging a bunch of psychic information and some of what she was we were doing is she was pulling us apart so he was probably seven or eight and she was separating us so we weren't so enmeshed and he was nervous about that. Um, and he, you know, kind of energetically was like looking at me from across the room, like, it's okay that this woman's doing this to me. Um, so, you know, I don't know if he'd remember that or not, but it's just, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you guys have definitely spent a lot of, you've had to trust your mother. <laughs> I have, I say, let's do this. And you have to trust me. You, I don't know that you've always trusted me. Yeah. I've done everything that you've, Whenever you're like, you want to get this different type of therapy, I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. When, I think you called me while you were teaching a class and you were trying to get me to pick up for like 10 minutes so one of your students could practice on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, because I I didn't, somebody didn't show up. And so I was trying to figure it, scramble and find somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a go-to person. I can get you to get a reading. All right. So what should we talk about next time? Um, we could talk more about the stigma around the energy industry. Yeah. Let's talk about stigma. Let's talk about it and how you've experienced it. And maybe, you know, uh, how I've, I experienced it with me growing up too and that kind of stuff. And kind of the difference between how I experience it, just like being like, this is what this is to college students. And I'm just like, I have these crystals and I ha I know this technique versus like coming in as an energy healer and as a business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know that's, you know, some people have said things like, you know, you shouldn't charge for this if it's a natural gift, but you know, that's like telling somebody, you know, you've studied, op you know, heart surgery and you shouldn't charge cause you can do it and somebody needs it. You know, I mean, uh, anyway, all right, let's do that. So we're going to talk about stigma and what it is about, you know, what it's been like for you, what you've experienced versus what I've experienced. 
All right. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us. And if you're listening to us later and you want to shoot us some comments, feel free. Uh, we are open to topic suggestions and questions as well. And we appreciate you so much. Uh, take care, you guys.